Looking for a football show with a bit of a twist? Team 33, the football magazine show for the football purists. And it's been a complete failure for English teams in the European formats this year, Con. I don't know. Oh, come mean, on, it has! They had, they, had one, they had one team in the quarterfinal. The very best interviews with the cult heroes of the past and a look at the cultural side of football. Team 33, live at 9pm every Friday on OTB Sports Radio. Live 24-7 on the OTB Sports app. The OTB Podcast Network. I'm a very confident front runner. I've carried for 33 years, 145 wins now, and that's the best win I've ever had. I have no idea what you have. I don't know. Um, how are we going to count all the shots? If you, I, I can't keep track. I don't think he's pleased. Of course you would. That's a, that's a particularly stupid question. It's the Irish Open. Of course you want to play at the weekend. Okay, here we are again, Golf Weekly listeners. It's been quite the week. We had a watch along Sunday. If you missed it, Connor Moore, our boy Troy Merritt joined us. We had the Monday morning review. We had Paul McGinley yesterday, and here we are again. Fionn Davenport, hello. Hey, Joe. Nathan Murphy, hello. Hey, Joe. We have the rookie, the Spawell, driving range supremo, the Will Zalatoris, clairvoyant, Peter Laurie, hello to you. Hello, Joe. The player family. We never really got into the player family bar a brief mention with Connor Moore on the watch along. So Gary Sun Wayne reportedly now banned from Augusta, which is significant news. Uh, Caddy at the opening ceremony. I think we all saw what happened. Lee Elder at this very emotional moment, this very significant moment for Lee Elder. It meant a lot to him. Over his shoulder, Wayne was hiking golf balls in the most awful fashion. Now, Gary owns shares in the company, which we will not be mentioning. He's an ambassador for the company, which we will not be mentioning. Uh, the company initially, I read that they were retweeting all of this stuff and they thought it was brilliant and then quickly realized that the guerrilla marketing stunt was in fact seen as disgusting by most right-thinking people. And they quickly backtracked and said, we had no knowledge whatsoever this was going to happen. We obviously don't think it was all that great. And I suppose Augusta of all clubs with old money swashing around you couldn't think of a club who would think less of this cheap stunt. So they have banned Wayne, it would seem. Uh, brother Mark, who is estranged, it seems, from Gary, or the relationship is under strain anyway. Uh, he tweeted of shame and embarrassment. He said, what a bad decision to allow him, my brother, him on the first tee after years of similar shenanigans. My apologies to all. And uh, in 2019, Wayne was arrested, held for five days in a Georgia cell after his check for a master's rental accommodation had bounced. I don't know any more about that. I guess checks can bounce. Yeah. Gary Clare has a net worth of a quarter of a billion dollars, 250 million. I mean, I guess we don't know if he knew anything about it, is the point. Fiona, I'm afraid to ask you for your thoughts. Oh. We're going to go to uh, legally here. Peter, ah, look, Nathan, yeah, Nathan. Definitely I, guess, not me anyway. I guess, Nathan, we don't know if Gary knew anything about it. <laughs> well, Joe, funny you uh, mentioned that. I, I, I'm surprised with your Augusta old money would be frowning at this and outraged that their it's, beautiful it's, it's tournament was brought into disrepute. Tacky. It's so cheap. It's so surely new money. A, it's new a money. Part of, surely a part of them is looking at it going, that's a, that's a great idea. This guy, this no, guy has got something no. about him. no. This is a club that when Bill Gates requested to join, said, 
we're now going to make you wait an, an, an extra couple of years because it was just cheap of you to ask that way. I think I think Bill might have got Bill Clinton to put in a word, that kind of thing. That's not how new money, they don't want that. That's not how new money needs to behave. So um, I, I, I think they looked at it and, ah, look, how could you not be horrified? This was an important moment for Augusta. Oh, um, The issue with it, it pulls focus, as you said, from an important moment in Augusta, which which I kind of have issues with, is almost Augusta patting itself on the back for doing something that, ah, look, Augusta's been whitewashing its own history for a long, long time. And it makes kind of head fakes towards acknowledging its its uncomfortable past, particularly in relation to race and also women. Um, but kind of in that thing of like, I agree with you, Joe, that they would look really badly on a gesture like that as being cheap and not becoming of this of this kind of almost arcane club with its own rituals that you have to abide by it's this it's a it's it's built on the premise of that kind of southern honor you know that sense of like there's and you know and without getting into a whole discussion about <laughs> uh, american history in the south but like southern honor is built on that so it's like a billionaires club you don't ask to join you're invited to join so, you know, it's seen as gauche or vulgar to be to be wanting a membership. So the, the committee decides that you're going to be invited. And so it is with like a cheap stunt. Like as far as I know, and I've known two people who are members of Augusta, uh, you don't discuss business, not openly. Business is not something like it's considered tawdry. It's like you go, you play, you enjoy the benefits of Augusta membership and you leave everything else at the door. But implied, the hypocrisy of it is, is that in order to enjoy the benefits of membership of Augusta, you need to be inordinately successful in business. <laughs> you know, you need to be someone of real means, generally male and white. And um, so, yeah, I think, I think the whole stuff, but there's something about even, was Gary Player doing, was he doing push-ups or something on the tee box? Like there was like the whole thing steamed. Oh, it's like, stop pulling focus from Lee Elder. Just stop, you know, let the man enjoy this moment that he has been deserving of for 40 years, you know? Um, and fairness to Gary Player, Gary Player and Lee Elder have real history. Like it was mm -hmm. Gary Player who invited Lee Elder to play in South Africa in the late 60s or early 70s as part of Lee Elder's African tour. And Lee Elder's a cool guy. This is a guy who played in like six or seven countries and donated all of the proceeds to local charities, you know? Now, and in fairness to Gary Player, I've longtime listeners to the pod will know that I always have kind of a, there's a strange question mark over Gary Player's telling of his own personal narrative compared to maybe the reality of it, but that's for another day. But it is absolutely true that Gary Player got a huge amount of criticism in South Africa for inviting Lee Elder from white communities who, who said that he was a traitor to his race and players like having none of that at the time. So I'm not diminishing the links between these two men. And, uh, but at the same time, is it that like, look, there's something, look, you're, you're in your 80s and this need to constantly show that you're still virile and young and strong is weird. It's like, just like do what Nicholas does. 
Like, listen, Nicholas understands his role in golf now is not to be like the young, fit superstar golfer. He's the old man of golf. Just be that guy. Look, uh, so yeah, the players. There's always a show. Is it not a, sorry, Nathan. Sorry, no, uh, maybe that's what you're getting to into Gary player in there is clearly a uh, lack of something in his life that he feels the need to constantly want this attention. Is it that he doesn't have the majors of Jack? Is it he didn't have the popularity of Arnold Palmer? That this is his thing. This weird, I'm the fittest 80 year old man that has ever walked on this earth. It, there is no doubt that, and Gary Player has said this on numerous occasions, that by virtue of him being an international player and being and playing majors at a time when air travel was not as common as it is now or as easy, he says he would have won a lot more because you can see a lot more majors, given that three of them are played on U.S. soil, than. Palmer or or sorry, he would have won more and caught up far more to Jack. But by virtue of the fact that he was an international player and travel was much more difficult for him than it was for Palmer or Nicholas or other American-based players. And he's made no secret of the fact, not that he has a resentment about it, but that in his head, the narrative he has about his own role in the game, it was, it was almost his greatness, it was his full greatness was denied to him. We should get down to it then. So we will say goodbye to our non-Patreon listeners. If you haven't realized, we have switched over to Patreon now. So it's very much a subscription model. So if you want information on how to find us, and please do come and find us, then go on to Patreon, search Golf Weekly, or go to otbsports.com forward slash Golf Weekly. You'll find all the details. It's very easy to do. Three ninety nine plus VAT per month. Guaranteed podcast every week. Loads of extras around the majors. And hopefully now, especially post uh, April 26th and into the summer, we'll have a few golf days as well where you get first dibs on them. So that's where we'll say goodbye to the non-Patreon listeners. We'll talk to you soon.